Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day, Lil. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BDW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Ramblers, let's get rambling. Ramblers, let's get rambling. Welcome to another episode of Rambling Muscle, episode 613 of my podcast, A Home Intelligent Rambling, right here on the Talk Show Network. I'm your host, Russ Sale, one of the longest-running single-hosted pop culture podcasts in Ontario. Thanks for listening. Coming up on today, and this is the, the first official show of 2021, not counting the extra. And I hope you haven't listened to extra and had a chance to check out for the record. Do thank those fine folks for giving a talk to me. Hopefully I'll give you more interview content in the weeks to come up. Everybody, you know, had a good holiday season and we're just going to march into 2021 and make this a better year. That That's the hope, isn't it? Coming up, got lots of things to talk about today. Let's do a little catch-up, if you will. Uh, before we get into what's on today's show, I didn't want to cover something that was, I don't know, uh, something in the news that since we last talked. It was, it's a little surprising, but not surprising, in the fact that the, the new movie, Wonder Woman 1984, and if you want to hear my review of that movie, go back and listen to the last episode. Or, uh, that is where I talked about it. Uh, I talked about it as part of, actually, the episode before that, part of the Christmas uh, gift guide specials. Uh, I'll give you my my full, full opinion of that is there. But one thing to note in, in another, you know, Outbreak update, doo -doo -doo -doo, is that since this movie opened, oy, uh, the, the box office has not, not done well. It has <laughs> dropped significantly uh, since... It premiered, and and man, it is getting a lot of negative blowback uh, when it comes to that, and that's that's big because you know Wonder Woman and Tenant to a certain degree were like the canary in the minefield and testing out to see you know if people would still come out to the theaters that were actually open, and at the time of this recording, my theater here in town is not open you know, to, to see movies and, and looks like, um, I could be a part of just people don't want to go out to movies right now. And, and a lot of theaters being closed and just the quality of the movie itself. Yeah. Wonder Woman didn't do very well at all. It, it's, it's dropped significantly in the box office. I, I think last time I checked, it was, whew, it was like upper percentages. <laughs> and, and a lot of that, Ramblers, in my opinion, is a result of its... And, and I, I saw some interviews with Penny Jenkins, and she's like, well, yeah, I wanted to subvert the, the, the audience's opinions of the movie and, you know, make something new that, you know, they, they haven't, you know, seen before. And as I said in the review, 
Why'd you do that? The the, the first Wonder Woman movie was great. She showed her strong and heroic and everything, and even her representations in Justice League and Batman v Superman. Pretty strong. And and then to change that out, um, that that is just uh, I don't know. It, it I, doesn't surprise me. It hasn't gone over that well. And in relation to that, also recently, Batwoman season two, which I I've been meaning, I wanted to watch it before this episode, but I just ran out of time. Maybe next episode I'll have a chance to actually check it out because I just want just want to see the first one, season two, just to see how they handle the whole transition thing. But uh, but the the viewership, uh, the like the 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 ratings of that are down like eighty percent from the first season two episode. Ouch. And then again, that is now part of that. You got to blame little little Ruby Rose for that. But again, that's, that's the audience not getting what they thought they were going to be getting, uh, when it came to that character and yeeks, uh, it's, it's kind of goes to show people that once you, you set a bar for something, the audience wants to see it again if they like to see it the first time. So I don't know. These two kind of in a row here with Portland DC, I, they're, they're gonna have to really grow back to the drawing board. And you know, and I'm no soothsayer or nothing, but it wouldn't surprise me at this point unless they can turn the ship around that one that Batwoman will not see a third season unless a lot of things happen. And and one woman three future, I don't know. They were planning on it, and Patty Jenkins wants to direct it, but I I don't know one if there'll be a third, and two if there is a third, if she will have a hand in it again. Uh, yeah, it's just interesting how 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 life works, <laughs> and and. And how and a lot of people are comparing one woman to Last Jedi because in Last Jedi, Ryan Johnson said, "You know what." I'm going to do, he had the same idea and look how that went. You could almost make the same case for Ghostbusters 2016. Ah, Hollywood, you got to start paying attention. So just interesting observations when it comes to that. Oh, my fine ramblers. Coming up on today's show, we've got a lot of reviews to talk about. The first segment is going to be a little bit of what I'm going to start to call my, uh, my rewind reviews, where I will give you my uh, give you my take slash news on some titles that I reviewed a, a while back, but are just fresh to home video, and that is the movie Spell, courtesy of Paramount Home Entertainment, and the movie Toys of Terror, both on DVD and Toys of Terror, is courtesy of great folks from Warner Brothers Home Entertainment. I had a chance to check out these movies on digital a while back. And I just got the physicals, so I'll give you my take on what I got when it came to physical releases. Then from there, we're going to go keep with the kind of magic spooky kind of theme. Well, not so much spooky, but magic. With a brand new DVD release from the great folks of Walt Disney Home Entertainment. Had a long time. And that is the movie of Upside Down Magic, where misfits have to save the day. And then we go from from some some magical mixed up teenagers to a man who's kind of mixed up in the head a bit with the DVD review of Wander, courtesy of Paramount Home Video, where a man is plagued 
by a conspiracy, a mystery from his past. And then we go from a present day and we jump into the future, church, church, with my DVD review, and it's all DVDs this week, of the complete first season of Avenue 5, a brand new show on HBO from the creators of Veep. And that is courtesy of Warner Brothers Home Entertainment and HBO. That is all on today's episode of Ramble with Russell. Got a full show lined up for you guys today. And more on what's coming up on future shows at the end of the show. So y'all keep listening. Going to take a quick little musical interlude right up with the first review of this episode. A Rewind Reviews for this episode are Spell and Toys of Terror. Now, I reviewed Spell way back in November in uh, 610, and I reviewed Toys of Terror back in 609. So if you want to hear the full review of those movies, go back then and listen to them. And I got to say, Spell was is a really interesting movie. It is genuinely a creepy movie. Spell scores courtesy of Paramount Home Entertainment. And Toys of Terror is courtesy of Warner Brothers Home Entertainment. Warner Brothers Home Entertainment sent me a copy of this DVD to talk about on this podcast. The opinions I share are my own. So we'll start off with Spell. Uh, now Spell, again, is, is super creepy and is is essentially, to, to summarize, I have a, I said a full review back then. Go back and listen to the old show. I encourage you to do so. Spell is basically about this family who goes on a vacation. It starts off very hallmarky, and then not long into the movie, it goes all kind of spooky and dairy. It has like a touch of misery in it as well, too, where they go on this plane ride on a trip, plane crashes, the, the, the father wakes up, you know, with a, with a severe foot problem and in bed and no idea what's happened to his family. And it's kind of like a voodoo hoodoo kind of stuff going on. It's, it's quite the little movie. Now they did send me the DVD of this release, which is just the movie. Now, if you're looking for like extras, you're going to have to see the Blu-ray for that. That is all the behind the scenes and all the hookah hookah. So for DVD, you just get the movie. I love the quotes. So, cause I love reading quotes of movies. Uh, it's quoted as saying a truly unnerving and satisfying thriller by Brian Truitt of USA Today. Yeah, it is. I like the premise and I, I like how it was done and I could really see this like a start of a bit of a franchise, especially when it comes to the main villainess. She's really good. She's kind of like an, uh, an African-American version of Kathy Bates in a way. Almost that, that kind of like right out there. <laughs> lady and I, I could see you know th this premise uh being used like a spell too easily could be made out of this for sure and and like i said it's it's just a bare bones dvd if, if you want extras you got to get the blu-ray version of it uh but picture quality is good and and if you want like a, a nice a different kind of horror movie spell is is definitely there now when it comes to toys of terror uh, this again, just, I just got the DVD and I believe it only does come on DVD with this and, and you do get, uh, there is a, um, a survey that you can take on that, which is only available to residents of USA. Sorry, fellow Canadians. Yeah, you can't do that. Uh, and just DVD, no, no digital copy with this. Th this one does come with extras though. 
you do get the Toys of Terror come to life and a terrifying weekend uh, making the Toys of Terror. So much like the digital copy that I watched, you do get extras for the DVD. So that's cool. No audio commentary at all, which is a little disappointing. I, same thing with Spell. I would love to have heard an audio commentary by the director and some of the actors, uh, you know, just to get their take on that. Uh, and the Toys of Terror, it, it, it's, it's, it's a funky little horror movie because all the, all the effects are done like claymation. So it has that very kind of puppet master, kind of old school kind of horror in it. And, and, and pokes fun at a lot of like older toys, like the, the, the globe, glow bug and this kind of He-Man doll in there <laughs> and the monkey, whoo, the monkey in this is terrifying. So this is another one of those movies where there are kids in it, but I don't recommend kids watch it unless unless you want to be scared. It, it is kind of weird watching it now because you know Christmas is gone. Uh, but it it is it's, it's if you like like you know um, the, the you know Christmas horror movies. You know, this is like Deadly Night, Silent Night, Deadly Night. This is right up there uh, with that when it comes to just, I mean, the body count, it's not as high as, say, like a Jason Voorhees movie, but but it is, you know, there are some generally creepy, scary moments. And I said, that monkey, woo, scary monkey. So that that is out uh, if you want to pick that up. So just let you know that both these movies are now fresh on DVD, uh, they will be uh, on on the on January nineteenth. So uh, yeah, uh, give the give them a check out and and see, and they're there for you guys uh, to watch. So that is my rewind review. Uh, I'm probably doing more of these as as I, I sometimes seem to get sometimes a digital copy than a physical copy. So anytime I get a digital and a physical. I'll kind of throw these in just to tell you if anything has changed or what comes with the physical as opposed to just, just a digital release of a film.
next DVD review. Plus, episode is Upside Down Magic, courtesy of Walt Disney Home Entertainment. Now, this is interesting little movie in that it's very much like a Disney Channel kind of film. And in, in, in its premise, I don't watch a lot of these on the show, but heck, you know, I haven't got something from Disney in a, quite a while. So, you know, I thought I would give this a try. No, this is not going to be the Disney Channel review. There are YouTube channels that that do that, that not going to be me all the time. But, you know, for something different, I thought I would check this out because I haven't seen anything Disney, especially this, in a long time. The, the story focuses mainly around the character of Nori, which is played by is... Isabella Rose, who is this young girl who, in, in this universe, in the movie, you only have five types of magic. That's it. That's all you get. You are, and, and, there, and there are five categories. You are either a, a pyro wizard, can manipulate fire, so that makes you a flare. You are either are you a fire a flare? So that's uh, you are either a fuzzy, which is a person who can talk to animals. You are either a flux, which is essentially a shape changer because like you're fluxing between states of being. Uh, you are a flicker, which is a a TK that can bring stuff to them, but repelling is wrong, <laughs> and this comes into play later. So. Yeah, bringing stuff to you is fine. Repelling is evil. And then the... The... So, and then you have... Yeah, so you have fuzzies, flares, flickers, fluxes. And... Flyers, right. And that kind of speaks for itself. So those, those are your five main powers. And, and with flyers... You, I, I guess the, the, you really have to have like super control because there's no room for error in this magical world. So in the main, this is a, a Disney Channel original movie, which again, I don't see this very often. Uh, so you have main character of Nori and then the other main character is her character, is her best friend, Rena, who is played by Sienna Agudong. I hope I'm saying that right. So, so in this one, Nori is a flux, but unfortunately, unlike other shapeshifters, instead of changing into one thing, she changes into, she's like a Chimera fluxer, right? So she's, so say she wants to go change into a cat. She then changes to a cat that's also part dragon or part whatever. So she can't really ever get like one animal, right? It, 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 um, it. She keeps going into these different animals. So her and her and her and her, her best friend Rena is a flare. She's really good at doing the whole pyro thing. So it goes on, and these two young kids get accepted into this magic school, magic school of magic, which is, you know, kind of like Harry Potter light. It's kind of like Hogwarts, but it's light. <laughs> you know, it's very very specific in 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 the power sets. So, so they get, they get into this, into this, um, magic class and, and, and do they arrive to this magic class by a magical train? Heck no. Or even a magic, like, you know, um, double decker bus. Heck no. <laughs> they, they arrive, they, they, they take a walk in the woods and, and, um, and go through a magical portal. Yeah, I'm, I'm serious. So, so they get to the school and then, you know, right away, Rena, she, you know, she's top of her class in the flares and poor old Nori, 
because she just can't maintain a shape, like just a single animal, for more than six seconds, boom, she doesn't get to be part of the regular Fluxers. She gets knocked into the group of UDMs, and that's where the title of the movie comes, Upside Down Magic. Because at this school, there was a kid, uh, and they go into this kind of the history, there was a kid that, um, that, that, you know, it could their magic was unpredictable. And then because of that, they got taken over by some evil shadow magic. Ooh. And, and then the kid turned evil and then, you know, bad stuff happened. And so because of that, the, this incident, the school has determined that anytime they get a kid that's got the magic and it's a little bit off, then, <laughs> then instead of drawing, to fix the child. Instead of saying, try, well, I see, your magic is off, we can fix it. Instead of trying to fix it, they go, no. In, in this universe, magic is like a muscle, essentially, <laughs> which is news to me, that if you don't use it, you lose it. So, so instead of trying to help these kids, you know, make their magic better, um, <laughs> they, they stick them in a class and to just teach them regular learning stuff and and while they're still on campus but no magic no using their abilities in hopes that since they don't use their abilities then then they will um fade away <laughs> so that's logic so you know you know nori's not in this class by herself oh no and typical kind of movie fashion she is joined by what a coincidence for three other kids from from the other schools whose magic is a little bit off. The one kid that was supposed to be in a flicker, instead of flicking towards TK, she projects, throws it like TK's out. Instead, of TK's in. So she's out, a regular group. There's another kid, a chubby, a really chubby young boy. He was like a weird butt double chin. I swear, look at it. You won't. It's like Peter Griffin chin. Um, and, and he can't do fire, but he can make smoke. So he's not part of the flames, the flares. And then this other girl, um, she, yeah, the other girl was a flicker girl. And then the this other boy who can fly, but he has no control. So he goes up, but he's not really good at coming down. And he has to get around a whole bag of, of bricks with him to keep himself on the ground. So he gets lumped in the script. You think to yourself, wow, that's like four out of the five groups there. Gee, why is there another student from, from you know, the, 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 the fuzzies, right? There's no fuzzy kind of group here. Well, slight spoiler, their teacher who, who gets assigned them by gosh, by golly, he's a failed student himself. And guess why what? This by coincidence there. His failed power is he's a failed fuzzy. Wow, you know, well, what's the odds? And his failure is he can only talk to animals if he sings to them. He has to sing talk to them to talk to them, not just normally saying, hey, yo, animal, do what I say. Can't just have no conversation. So, so there's, there's your five there. So the movie goes on and, you know, and, 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 you know, these, they're outcasts and they still want to learn and all this stuff. And 
And the teacher's like, you know, use what you have. Don't, don't think about what you don't have, but use what you have to the best of what you have. So we're not going to try to fix. You can't do this power. We're going to work with what you got. Kind of. And then all the meanwhile, this is happening. Uh, Rena, uh, Nori's best bud, gets under the influence of some dark magic, magic, magic. And, and then she becomes the threat. And and all these misfits, boy, I didn't see this one coming. They gotta save the day <laughs> from because all the other competent magic people don't do it. At one point, the, the the enemy turns into this big, smoky giant smoke creature thing, and and so what do the what do the the Yankers try to do to fight this? <laughs> they try to pull it apart. It's smoke, people. <laughs> and all they do is end up making multiple versions, like, like, like a Hydra sort of thing, because you try to pull it apart. And, 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 <laughs> and I, okay, it's a magic world. Okay. But <laughs> the way this thing is defeated, you're like, I didn't think you could do that to smoke, but apparently you can. <laughs> and then, of course, uh, uh, you know, the movie ends with, with all these magical kids, these misfits with their own weird, unique powers fighting this evil force, but using their unique abilities to save the day with the other regular ones <laughs> fell flat in their face. So, <laughs> so you have that. That's, that's kind of the plot of it, uh, you know. I'm not going to go into too much more detail, but, but that's, you know, these kind of things, I, I challenge you ramblers, you don't see this coming. You know, it's, it's, it's the typical underdog has to save the day story, right? Uh, and it is what it is. Not a lot of singing in this one. Thankfully, it's not High School Musical. Uh, the effects are there. It's a Disney Channel. It is what it is. You ain't expecting Endgame here, people. Uh, so it's that this is definitely could be a pilot for a TV show. Absolutely. This could be a pilot for a TV show. The way this ends, heck yeah. <laughs> oh, that they, they so tease. There's either going to be a sequel to this, a direct video, like a, there'll be a sequel or, or it'll be a series. I, I'm, I'm just marking my words. It, the, the way they scripted it, that's what's going to happen. Now, this does come extra, so uh, you do get some bloopers, which are funny. They're very short, but they're funny. Get some deleted scenes, and you can see why they got deleted. Uh, and then you get two music videos. So they delete, they didn't put them in the so much in the movie. There's not a lot of kids spontaneously breaking out in song, going da 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 da. So it's not, you don't have a bunch of that going on, but you include two music videos, Everything's Magic, performed by the cast, because apparently the cast are a bunch of singers, and A Place for Us, performed by Isabella Rose and Sienna Aguilong. So go figure. The two main cast chickies in, in the movie are singers. Never saw that coming. Um, so <laughs> that is that. I mean, as... As it's a PG movie, it's perfectly safe for kids. Uh, there is, you know, there's some spooky kind of 
somewhat scary elements to it, but nothing like, you know, it was going to give it any, give it any nightmares, really. Uh, when it comes to that overall, it is what it is. It's a Disney Channel movie, folks. Uh, <laughs> the characters, and 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 they're all, yeah, is it's diversity hoy, folks. Uh, when it comes to the cast members, they just, it, it's it's a very diverse cast, and and that's what you gotta expect these days when it comes to movies. Overall, it it is you know it is a fun little movie. It's I am not the target demo. <laughs> for this movie. I'm sure young girls would just eat this up. Um, but it, you know, it's it's cutesy in a way. Um, <laughs> if not somewhat predictable. Um, so so yeah, so that um that is that it, it's you know, if you want a cute little underdog story with a little bit of magic and a little bit of non-British Harry Potter, bam, bam. Um, there you go. I, I think that the main headmistress, hoy, the sheer hammer. Oh, and one other thing, <laughs> the training these kids go through, the, the one for the flares, their biggest thing that they have to learn how to do, right? The first test of lighting the candle, which is, uh, but <laughs> I think the poor Rena struggles with is to use her heating powers to pop popcorn. Yeah, that's right. Pop popcorn. You know, the spelling your name in the sky with fire, that's nothing. But, but pop popcorn, that's the real test. Like using the heat from your hand with unpopped popcorn in a bowl and popping it. So you can have a future working in a movie theater. Maybe. Um, that's, that's their big... That's their big, you know, oh, if you can't pop popcorn, you know, you're not going to make the honor roll. <laughs> okay. All right. Mental note. If you cannot be a human microwave, you are not good enough for the school. So it is what it is. Uh, so that is my take of Upside Down Magic on DVD, courtesy of the great folks Walt Disney Home Entertainment. Cause to me they're all the same And I hug them and I squeeze them They don't even know my name They call me the Wanderer Yeah, the Wanderer I roam around, 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 around oh, Well, there's a redhead on my left And a brunette on my right And Janie is the girl that I'll be with tonight And when she asks me which one I love the best I tear open my shirt and show her Cause I'm the wanderer, yeah, the wanderer I roam around, 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 around Well, I roam from town to town I go through life without care And I'm as happy as a clown Plus my two fists are by and I am
is Wander, courtesy of Paramount Home Entertainment. This is a DVD and digital copy of this movie. Now, this is a, a, a kind of um, a murder mystery slash conspiracy movie, for lack of a better term. Your main, to me, your, your main star in this one, really, and the guy that does a lion's share of, of the movie is Aaron Eckhart. He plays the character of Arthur Brett, Brecknick, and along with his his kind of buddy pal Jimmy Cleats, played by Tommy Lee Jones. And Tommy Lee Jones, even though he has fairly high billing in this, he isn't in this a heck of a lot, really. The story revolves around that that um, that um, er, so Aaron Eckert plays Arthur Bretnick, and his character is a former detective who's shall we say fallen on hard times. And, and now is a conspiracy theorist and has his own little conspiracy radio show out in the desert with, with the Tommy Lee Jones character. And, and he gets approached by somebody. And the movie, you know, kind of sets it off right away even before you meet Aaron Eckert. Gets approached by a woman who, who wants him to investigate uh, a death of, of, um, uh, of, of, her, of a relative that, that, and that, is, that is linked to the death of his daughter. So he gets dragged back into this town because the woman says, I need you to do this investigation for me. And, and this kind of leads him to go into this town. And this movie, man, this is a very trippy movie. This movie, there's this underlying kind of building tension with it where it's like, you know, how, how far much poking and prodding can, can the, the Eckhart character do before he pokes too far? Also along the ride, you have Heather Graham in this too. Uh, she kind of plays, I believe it, it's kind of, um, she, she is related to the Arthur character in some way. And, 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 <laughs> and last time I saw Heather Graham was like, Austin Powers. So she has a, a, a fairly substantial role in this. And, and so you have, you have Arthur kind of going into this weird town and poking around and, and the, the, the mystery kind of deepens and deepens. You're like, where's this kind of going here? And there's a lot of twists and turns. There's a lot of plot twists in this, especially near the end. And the music is really good. It's very like, 
it, it builds the tension really well with that. And I haven't seen Aaron Eckhart in a lot of stuff, honestly. But but casting for him is good because he's like bearded, like scraggly bearded. And he plays unhinged crazy really well. I don't know if he's done that in any other movies, but there. And, and Tommy Lee is kind of like, just, you know, like along for the ride. And, and man, is he showing his age. And Tommy's getting up there, but, he, but he's still going. So they're on you. So, so the, the whole investigation is just like, and then there's this twist to it and this twist to it. And then it, it ends, this movie ends in like one of the weirdest ways, Ramblers, I've ever seen. It's like, it's like this building and building and it gets the end. You're like, okay, <laughs> I think I know what just happened. I'm not completely sure, but I think I know, but it, it's still, I mean, it, it goes into like, and I haven't seen Twin Peaks in, 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 uh, in Cat's Ages, but, but it, it's, it's, it's that kind of like, kind of creepy off the beaten path. You're not sure where the heck you're going with the story kind of feel to it, uh, with this, with this particular movie. And it, <laughs> so many twists and turns, you're like, Okay, and and it's and it's it's definitely it's a huge cover up movie, and you know, so I you know I don't know when the ending I don't know if you like the ending or not because the ending hit me and I'm like, okay, all right, okay. <laughs> now this movie did not come sadly with any extras. You do get the digital release, but no behind the scenes. No director commentary. Dang it, nothing. And I, for one, would have liked to have, you know, heard some commentary in this, seeing a behind-the-scenes featurette on it, something with this movie. Uh, because, yeah, it, it, it's... <laughs> it's, just, it's, 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 it's one of those movies that you're just like... Okay, now the director of this, she hasn't done a lot of movies, you know. She's done a few episodes of Legends of Tomorrow, which could kind of explain the quirkiness. Some episodes of Winona Earp. I have not seen it yet, but I, I kind of mean to. Um, she has done episodes. Ah, she did a couple of Real Detective uh, as well. So I think this is her first kind of major motion picture. And she did an episode of The Rookie as well. And even an episode of The 100. So she's done a lot of TV work and I think this is the first kind of movie part of it. I did like the score. I thought the 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 soundtrack, like the, the instrumental really helped her carry the movie around and give it that kind of creepy tension, uh, which is what it was. Um, if you can make heads or tails of the ending Ramblers... Bully to you. By the way, tweet me if you did. If if you really got the ending to Wander and were totally satisfied how it ended, like, yeah, makes sense to me. Let me know. <laughs> tweet me it. I'll, I'll give it a, a Twitter at the end of the show. <laughs> tweet me without spoiling things. But but honestly, if you did get it, I, I would really want to understand if you did. Because it it is it is a movie that's out there. And that that is one thing for sure. It's always one of the ones you almost want to watch twice just because I'm tempted to go go. Maybe I need a second viewing. Uh, so that is my take of Wonder on the DVD, courtesy of the great folks of Paramount Home Entertainment.
My TV show on DVD Review first episode is Avenue 5, the complete first season, courtesy of HBO Home Entertainment and Warner Brothers Home Entertainment. Warner Brothers Entertainment sent me a copy of this video to review on this podcast. The opinions I share are my own. Now, Avenue 5 is a very interesting space show. This is from the creators of Veep, and, and you know, I've reviewed Veep on this podcast Quite a few seasons of it. Just go back in the old archives and you'll find it. So I always liked how Veep was written. Veep was one of those HBO shows that, that you know, it didn't have all like the, the supreme violence and nudity like other ones did. But it still had like adult language a bit and adult situations. It was not a kid's show. In Avenue 5, this is this is uh, a space a space comedy. It's kind of like to me. 
It's very much like Gilligan's, say if you took the premise of Gilligan's Island, right? <laughs> like Gilligan's Island in space. You took a bunch of people, but instead of trapping them on an island, you trap them on a huge space luxury liner. <laughs> it's like you could almost rewrite the song, you know, by thousand passengers set out. What an A, what was supposed to be an eight week tour, an eight week tour. <laughs> but things did mess up and they got set off course. And now they're stuck on this ship for a very, very long time. A very, very long time. You could. I, I challenge you. You could rework the whole Gilligan's Island theme song to this show. So so the premise of the show is this this luxury space liner, which is on its, I think it's maiden voyage. <laughs> um, and, and, and maiden voyage. And as the show goes on, and it's only, I believe, about, I think it's eight episode season. It's really short. And uh, that's the cool thing about it. It's really short. Listen to. Yeah, it's actually, no, nine episode season. Uh, <laughs> where, so, so, you know, if nothing went wrong, it wouldn't. <laughs> so, um, so on this, the ship, it's, 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 <laughs> it's all, it's all bluff and no show. The, the captain of the ship, the main show um, is is stars Hugh Laurie. Now, <clears throat> Ramblers, you'll know that if you listen to the almost 15-year history of this very podcast, not once have I ever reviewed the show House. Because, you know, I watched, I saw trailers for House, and there was something about Hugh Laurie. <sighs> you know, I, I just, I, I saw trailers, and, you know, I just couldn't get into it. It's like, I, I'm, I have a very limited medical show's and and I just nothing impressed me. I, like, Hugh Laurie for me was like a poor man's John Glover, <laughs> you know. And I I just never got into him. So when he was the head of this show, I was like, I'm like yeah, I don't know. <laughs> but but that aside, this is one of these TV shows where even though you know the main actor is not an actor, much like Patterson, who you know I I just not a huge fan of watching. Avenue five has changed my opinion of Hugh Laurie almost makes me want to watch house again, but probably not. Um, and, and so Hugh is, is your main lead. He plays captain Ryan Clark, who we find out very early on is not a real captain. He was hired for his looks alone. And even the crew is not really a crew The the main, People you see on the, the flight deck playing with the controls and all the touch screens, they're actors. <laughs> People that are flying the ship are, are down below. Well, you know, it said it wouldn't be much of a show if things went perfectly right. And so, and this is also set 40 years into the future where, you know, where this is like the start of, of a brand new business. And, and I said, it's packed with 5,000 passengers are on this. Um, on this thing. And, and, and then uh, on its maiden voyage, it encounters some technical difficulties. <laughs> and, and, and the, the ship gets blown horribly off course. So instead of, uh, just an eight week, you know, trip around the solar system, it gets knocked off course severely and eight weeks 
turns into three years. So this this first this first season, it's them one kind of going, discovery this happened, and then trying to do what they can to desperately turn this thing around and shorten the voyage <laughs> much shorter than three years. Because that is a long time in space, people. You know, you're that far away from your loved ones and all that, and that's so that's the premise of the show. Each show is only about a half an hour long, so it's kind of sitcom-y kind of length. So it's really easy to get through these. And it's only on, really, two DVDs. So there you go. Uh, when it comes to that. Your other kind of supporting cast members in this one, you have the character Herman Judd, played by Josh Gad, who is the, um, the I guess, the, the man behind the ship. He's the financier of the ship. So he was on the maiden voyage, you know, to say, hey, you know, welcome to my big ship. So he's on there. He's very much the comic relief. Uh, one of, anyway. On the ship, you also have um, you also have a married couple that that is kind of breaking up a bit at the start of this voyage, uh, sort of thing. You have the um, you have the cat. Your other kind of main leads are um, the character of Karen Kelly, played by Rebecca Front. She she is a, a passenger that kind of gets roped into being the liaison because she's very like in your face and her 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 lackluster. Um, our lackluster husband, Frank. Also, your other kind of main crew member is the character of Billy McAvoy, played by Lenora Critchlow. I like her. And she is kind of like your, your, your female Scotty, really, of the ship. She's the main kind of engineer. And, and so it's, the mayor sees us very much, you know, like, all right, you know, you find the captain is fake and then eventually <laughs> the whole crewler, it's just, it's it's very much a a a comedy kind of show, and uh, it is HBO. And one of the one of the cast members from Silicon Valley is actually in this show, and and that's kind of cool. And that is the character of Matt, who do, 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 is played by Zach Woods. So <laughs> he plays a very similar. He's kind of like the 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 ship cruise manager he's kind of like vicky like a male vicky from the love boat sorta <laughs> in a way and and as 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 the ship is trying to create itself there's they, they suffer with oxygen problems and and it's it's in the language is a little rough it, it is hbo so even though sex is into that don't expect it to happen and and you really get to see how flawed like Hugh Laurie's character is in this. Also, there, there's a there's a standard comedian in on the boat, and man, as as a guy who's trying to just testing the waters of stand up, oh man, to to be on that boat, it's just <laughs> oh on that ship, it would turn out to be a nightmare. And then you also have. You know, not only do you have characters on on in the ship, but then you also have characters on the ground too. So there's that interaction. And the start of the show, there's like a 20 minute delay between because the ship's so far out between them speaking on the ship and then Earth. So somebody could say something, and then the next people on the other side won't hear it and see it for 20 minutes later. Uh, see so if that that kind of humor in it. The the for the most part. It's 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 pretty the language there. Now I gotta warn you though, at the end, 
near the end of the season. Woo, boy. Like, there's a bit of a body count at the start of it, but but at, at the end. <laughs> I don't think I've ever seen so many people perish in such a short succession on a comedy show. Ever. It's brutal. I, I, <laughs> I won't tell you what it is, but it's something I, I watched it and I went, wow, I, I don't think I've ever seen that happen in a sci-fi comedy show. <laughs> oh, it's like, wow, that just reduced the passenger count by a little bit. It's so, and the sad thing is, oh, you can see me being that stupid. Uh, <laughs> so, yeah, yeah, it, and, and the way the first season ends, something happens, and oh, man, do you feel the pain <laughs> of these people. And I, what I like is, is the way they did it, because of this time thing, they have potentially set this show to run for as long as they want to. Cause anytime they can invent something to either shorten the voyage or lengthen the voyage willy nilly. So that's a great little MacGuffin in there that they can just kind of build in. I like I like the interaction between the cast. It had a lot of that same kind of, um, <laughs> veep kind of feel to it. And, and yeah, the way this first season ended, there are some significant cast changes for they're going to be for season two. There are certain characters that are going to be in different places. And I'm curious to see how that plays out uh, when it, when it comes to the second season, because there's a bit of um, little musical chairs happening at the end of the season. I'm curious to see how that's going to spin into two. I, it did get renewed for sex season. That is terrific. Uh, th this really changes my opinion of Hugh Laurie. It really does, because before I was, I, you know, I, much like Pattinson, when I started to see him in other stuff other than Twilight, it's like, dang, maybe it's not the actor, it's the material that they're given. Uh, so, so there's that. Uh, when it comes to extras, you do get a, a fair amount. Now, unfortunately, there's no inside each episode one, which HBO usually likes to do. But no, uh, you do get on this on this set, you know, on this two disc set, which is, and I, I do like the casing, uh, it, it, the, the individually come on flips, uh, when it comes to that. So that's good. You do get an invitation to the set. This, this is a little bit behind the scenes of the, of the, the show. Not long enough, honestly, but a nice little behind the scenes. Look, could have been a lot longer. And then your other extras are two commercials, one by Josh Gad as Herman Judd, uh, Promoting space tourism, Port Avenue Five, and then the the Zach Woods commercial as Matt Spencer had yeah head of passenger services yeah so it's pretty much like Vicky from Love Boat, uh, discussing the different amenities found on the luxury space cruise ship, so yeah all both done totally in character, uh, so there's that. Overall, I you know it's 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 a neat new little comedy. I I'm really curious to see where it goes second season wise, and the music in it is is very good. It's it's got some kind of, kind of funky techno synth kind of mix a little bit in it, <laughs> but but it works works for me. And I'm yeah I, I like the show. I'm really curious to see where it goes. 
how much they build from that first season and 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 where characters end up at the end of the second season because you know there were some developments at the end of the first <laughs> which yeah we'll we'll see how things go for the passengers of avenue 5 <laughs> uh season 2 so that is my take of Avenue 5, the complete first season on DVD, courtesy of the great folks at Warner Brothers Home Entertainment and HBO Home Entertainment. Let's go wrap things up for this episode of the show. Hope y'all enjoyed it. As always, you can get in touch with me the number of ways. You can always check me out on Twitter. I'm at Rambling Russ, at R-A-M-B-L-I-N-G-R-U-S-S. Tweet me, I'll tweet you back. I appreciate all the interactions that I get on Twitter. And if you follow me, I will follow you on Twitter. And I believe I said it out. If you want to DM me, reach out, say hello. I love hearing from people who listen to my show. So feel free to. Of course, you can check out all new episodes right here on the Talk Shoe Network. I'm caller ID 18411. Check me out there. And, of course, when it comes to Twitter, I, I post any uh, new episode links there, as well as cover art for the many things that I do talk about that I get access to. Uh, you check me out here on TalkShoe. I have all the uh, latest shows. If you want any older shows, you can always check me out where I originally started way back. 2006 on Libsyn. That's HTTP, full column, backslash, backslash, ramblingrest.libsyn.com. That's original home of the internet where I have over... Seven to eight years of podcasting goodness going from the start of the show right up in 2013. Then I switched to a full-time basis here on TalkShoe. They are still up. Check them out. Lots of good old interviews, reviews, convention coverage they did back in the day. Lots of celebrity interviews. All kinds of fun stuff. Old Halloween and holiday specials, if you feel the need. Right there for you. You can catch all the old shows as well on various directories across the World Wide Web. And... On iTunes, under podcasts, just type in Ramble Russell for, I, for my old episodes there. Any new episodes of the show that are on TalkShoe, you can check them out also on various directories across the wide web and on Spotify and Google Play. So pick whatever way you want to listen to me, but I, I love when I get fan interaction. So that is all where you can find me. And I do have Instagram as well. This is Ramble Russell Instagram. Gram me if you want. And again, I'll follow you if you follow me. And I still have a page on Facebook as well. So like that, that needs woefully to be updated. But that's a story of another time. Coming up on future episodes of the show. Man, I have a lot to get through. And I might put up a new show next week. So keep watching. But I got a lot to go through. Uh, oh, uh, to talk to you, uh, courtesy of the great folks at Paramount Home Entertainment. They did send me recently the Blu-ray copy of Dreamland, starring Finn Cole and Margot Robbie. Of course, <laughs> was Harley Quinn, so another side of her. As well on DVD and digital, the movie Jungle Land with uh, Charlie Hunan and Jack O'Connell. And then from the great folks at Warner Brothers, uh, I did, I did. They sent to me recently the um, the uh, Blu-ray, 4K Blu-ray of Batman Soul of the Dragon, the latest new DC Universe movie, as well as the first season of Snowpiercer on Blu-ray and the second season of Doom Patrol. Finally get caught up with Doom Patrol. I am also in the middle of trying to watch season one, and so hopefully I can bring you season two. So that's all possibly on next week's show, if I have the time. But I'm, I'm trying, folks. I'm trying my one-man army against this. 
also a possible future movie uh, releases for you all. From the great folks, of course, at Well Go USA. Still need to get towards uh, the uh, movie Legend of Tumorous, Invincible Dragon, and Cutthroat City. Uh, that is all coming up on future episodes of this program. As well, some more DK book reviews. I was going to squeeze in this one, but it's ain't a lot of room. Uh, a lot of cool DK books to talk about coming up, including the really interesting book, What to Watch When, uh, with, with clean a lot of TV shows and some omissions we'll talk about, as well as from DK, the minifigure, Lego minifigure handbook. Also from DK, the Star Wars, the Clone Wars character encyclopedia. And there is a Pokemon book that I have yet to talk about as well. So keep listening. More DK books. Two of you coming your way. That is it for me. I uh, thank you for your time and hope you're having a good 2021. And we'll talk to you next time right here on Rambled Russell. Bye, everybody. Thanks for listening. Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.